Lions fans. This is the podcast you've been waiting for. The show where the Kool-Aid runs blue. Faces turn red. And rose-colored glasses never go out of style. This is the Detroit Lions podcast. Your Detroit Lions and Reddit connection. And now, the only two guys laughing when they tell a joke, Chris and the Riz. Hey, ho, Lions fans. Welcome to the Detroit Lions podcast, episode 396, ranking the Detroit Lions offseason needs. This is the official Detroit Lions podcast for Reddit. I am your dashing host, Chris. And with me is my equally dashing and never circumspect host, co-host, and friend, Jeff the Riz Rizzo. How you doing, Riz? I'm here! We finally got to do a show! We both have like an hour at the same time available, which has not happened in a a very long time. Uh, (laughs) I know you've been very busy with a lot of things going on between work and your son going to college. Uh, This past week, I have been, uh, I have spent, and I counted it up, 77 hours since last Friday in a gym watching basketball. Mm, mm, <laughs> so, yeah. um, from, from one kid or another, or uh, being en route to and from those places. So uh, it's been uh, a little hectic to find time, but we found a little bit of time here on a Saturday afternoon. Yeah, so yeah. it's all good. Um, g- good news. Proud of my son. Accepted at Florida State. It's a second choice college um, with a scholarship. They didn't just, they, they, they threw money at him and said, come here, come here. That was really cool. Um, hey, Lomas. I know you listen, man. If you can put in a word. (laughs) (laughs) The next Friday is notification day. If you can put in a word, you know, he's looking for the honors program. That is not stressful (laughs) at all. So I, I I definitely appreciate where you're at. I'm a couple of years behind you. My, my, my son's a sophomore. We did his first official um, basketball visit last weekend, Mm -hmm. which was pretty Mm -hmm. sweet. That was, that was something to behold. Um, And many have actually three more set up. So that's awesome. It's going to be a, going to be a fun time um, getting, getting away from football for a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. We got a lot to talk about besides our kids in today's show. We can promise you. We got, uh, there was a Super Bowl. You may have heard that one on. So we'll talk a little bit about that. And we're not going to, we're not going to blow your brains out with a bunch of stuff on that. We'll get, it's closure time and we'll get to that. Um, We're going to talk about a Lions coaching departure. Um, there's a lot. To, there's a lot there. There's a lot there to unpack. Um, we're just going to do a carry on bag on that one. Uh, can't tell you everything we know, but we will. We will do a little. Um, we're going to rank the Lions offseason needs. That's the meat and potatoes of the show today. We got a, a lot of things to talk about there. Talk a little bit about some recent signings and a whole lot more. We have a great show lined up like we always do. Riz, are you ready to go, my man? Oh, yeah, let's do it. Let's kick this off and break it. That was weird. Sorry about that. All right, we're back. <laughs> the sound mix at the ghost concert the other night. <laughs> that was that was a little janky. All right, we're gonna get going. Um, you know, we got this this great comment that just popped up from JP. First, we need to talk about how the Riz is all in on Willis and definitely wasn't forced to write that article. <laughs> so Riz, we're gonna get into the offseason needs in a little bit. Thanks, JP. This is a good one. Um. But I just want to, you had a disclaimer there, and I want to give you an opportunity just to put the disclaimer sure. out there again, because sometimes it seems like people really flip out 
that some of these are. They do. Um, and it's it, so I, I released the mock off season 3.0 today. As with 1.0 and 2.0, the one with the trades, um, which, by the way, is the most read thing I've ever written for LionsWire. So thank you all for that. That's cool. Um, I, I do appreciate that. And I've been writing there since 2018. So that's, uh, that's pretty awesome. Uh, I would just say, if you think that's what I want to do, any of those, no. That's it's, what's coming, right? That is coming. That will be. There's going to be a fourth edition that comes out um, if I ever get time uh, next week, late next week, maybe next Saturday, and then the final one will come um, at, right before I leave for Indianapolis for the combine. I'm, I'm shooting down there for two days. Uh, the first two days of the combine, March first and second, uh, that will come out right before that because uh, that's where free agency really kicks off. Um, and at that point, I will be more tainted by. Uh, what might be happening because uh, as, as much as the combine is about dr- the draft, it's really where free agency deals get negotiated. And it's where a lot of us in the media find out a lot of what's going to happen in free agency, which starts, I think it's a week and a half after the combine starts and it's well before the draft takes place. Um, and uh, if you haven't read them, please go check them out at LionsWire. I do appreciate it. Um, it's a combination of uh, contract restructures, cuts, free agency and the draft all thrown into one thing. Um, the one that I did today involved trading for Malik Willis, the current flavor of the month uh, at uh, quarterback. It's not necessarily something that I would do. Um, I certainly wouldn't be taking Malik Willis where I took him there, but it's something about? that you have to, it's something that the, I, I will tell you this It's something that the lions are doing as more than a thought exercise. Like they're, they're seeing what, okay, what would we need to do to get him? Where do we have to get in front of how much would it cost to get there? They do evaluate all that stuff. There, sure. There's a ton of mock scenarios that they play out and go through just to see, you know, where it's at and if it's something that they would be interested in. So uh, I, I'm trying to do that from a from, and shed some light on how they go about it from from a, a more uh, fans perspective. There you go. All right, don't give away the milk yet. Right. Right. Okay. That's All right. right. We'll get right into it now. And uh, thanks, JP, for getting us off with that or getting us started with that. Let me rephrase. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the Super Bowl. It's over. Do we have to? It's that, over. That's, that's, that's my number one takeaway from it. Is thank God it's freaking over. Stafford won a championship. I don't, I don't have to let's write about on. Matthew Stafford anymore. Let's it, move it, on. It, it, he's, not, he's not a lion anymore. Like we, We've got closure on that. And I think that's where you're going with this, is that we finally have like the first – okay, Matthew, congrats to Matthew Stafford, first off. Congrats to the Rams. Congrats to, to Brandon Powell and Ajon Robinson for winning a title as well. I'm happy for him. Um, and, and I wrote about it. I, I found myself rooting for Stafford. Um, and I wasn't like, uh, I went into it like fairly neutral. Like, okay, I, I, I don't really care. And like when, when he got the ball back in that, that, at the beginning of that drive in the fourth quarter, I'm like, yeah, let's go. Go do it. Go go shut those stat padford assholes up. And he did it. That made me very happy. It was good. I was I was happy for for staff. That was good. Um I got to tell you though, fandom is a funny thing. And 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 there's this there's this massive amount of gatekeeping of what's a real fan or who's a fan or you're not the right yeah. kind of fan. There's all this this weird stuff going on. On one hand, and this is what I was kind of I've been kind of facing. On one hand, you have Lions fans, right? On the other hand, you have Lions fans with a, a devotion to Stafford, and 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 then maybe they need to be close to him and the Rams, and to just to feel the win, you know. And and so, oh, Detroit Rams, I'm I'm a hundred percent out 
on the Detroit Rams stuff. I am completely out on it. I think I, I think that's weak sauce, right? I, I, I it's just not. Again, I'm not trying to gatekeep on fan fandom. Right? Everybody's a little different. It's okay. Like the Lions have never been in the Super Bowl. It's okay to have a team you want to win the Super Bowl, right? That that's how it works. That's you go and you watch the game. You're like, yeah, I want the Patriots to win because I'm a Tom Brady guy. I, I've been a Tom Brady guy forever. I like Tom Brady a lot. Um, I, I, I know a lot of people don't. That's fine. You don't have to like him, but I do. Um, and so I was always comfortable with saying, hey, go ahead, Patriots, go ahead and do it. I don't care how many times they when it was fun to watch that run and see a real dynasty play out. Um, It was okay for a a, a to root for that team. Like I said, going to the super bowl, but I've never ever seen anyone like, Hey, I'm a Michigan fan. Uh, It's the Detroit Patriots. You know, I've never seen anything like that. And this Detroit Rams. And I I recognize that Brady didn't pay play for the lions. I mean, Van Noy did. I mean, but whatever I, I, you know, it's (laughs) a little little different caliber. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's like I said, fandom is a funny thing and people hopped over really, really quick. And the Detroit Rams thing to me was a little bit odd. Just, it was, it was weird. Not my thing. I understand people want to be close and, and get their feel for the win and root for what they do and have fun with it. That's fine. But just not my thing. You know what I mean? I I'm, I'm with you on that. I don't fault. Um, and I forget the guy's name who created it. Um, the, the shirts, which were apparently wildly successful. Good for him. You know, good, good for him for exploiting the situation. I'll just tell you this. If you bought one of those shirts, Try wearing that to Ford Field next year and see what the reception is. <laughs> Try wearing that to training camp and see see how long it, it is before somebody's flicking something at you or or security asks you to go to the the meet to the uh, the merch tent and buy something different. My thing uh, is, that's, I'm that, not, that's I'm, not going to be so, like like I live in West Michigan. I can't I can't imagine fans here where and, and we got a fair amount of Bear fans and Packer fans and even Vikings fans around here. I, you know, Kirk Cousins is, is from here. Um, that I, I can't imagine those people like accepting like really like it's. I mean, and enjoy it, and, and, and I don't want to I don't want to diminish people who rooted for Stafford no. and who wanted to see him win because you're right. There, there is no right way to be a fan. Right. But right. if you're a Lions fan and you wear that shirt to a Lions function don't expect it to go over well (laughs) with a lot of people um and and as as it was with stafford you know and and my sort of spontaneous spot yeah easy spontaneous like rooting for him i might spontaneously hate you if i see you in that uh (laughs) at something lines related yeah yeah i just it's don't wear that to the training camp party you know he he spurned (laughs) lions fans of the team right and and look it's one of those things where you know, the lions were, if you're thinking about it, like a relationship, the lions were the ones that were broke, probably drinking a little too much. Couldn't put food on the table. Right. That kind of thing. You don't blame them for leaving the relationship. Right. No, but, but you, you don't cheer for him to have a baby with the other, with the newfound love. Right. That's, that's the thing. It's, it's like a weird thing to me. So it's just what it is. It's fine. But yeah, anyway, so Super Bowl's over. We can stop covering this and uh, we can move on. And uh, thank goodness for that. So we'll move on to the next topic. If you don't mind, Riz um, Lions coaching change. This is another one. This is, this is a real interesting. So this is, um, this came down during the week and it was, it was a little surprising. There were some people who were savvy enough to keep checking the team's website, and they noticed that that something was missing uh, about, what, was it Monday or Tuesday? It was Monday. three days before Justin Rogers broke the news on the website. Yeah. The website was yeah. missing. I was waiting. 
for the and I, I I didn't monitor the website. I was yeah. waiting to see when it would finally. So break. you texted me was that was that that was Tuesday we texted, texted about Tuesday, this yeah. that, that you knew what was was happening. <laughs> yep. um, and I did a little bit of digging and found out a little bit, but you definitely and we talked about it pre pre show and unfortunately we cannot divulge. All that we talked about there, but uh, Mark Mark DeLeon is no longer the line, the inside linebackers coach for the Detroit Lions. He's um, outside and, the Detroit Lions, <laughs> and he, he's he's certainly outside the Detroit Lions now. Um, and just uh, without getting into any detail on it, he is not leaving for another position. <laughs> not yet, no. And it's, I, it, well, I think it, it's going to be hard for him to find another position at hit that level or. Uh, this year, beyond, absolutely. Even beyond, I'm. I, I think he's going to, have to take a step down to somewhere completely different. Yeah, you're special. seeing coaching staffs really get finished today. Uh, the, just before we came on the air, the, the Steelers hired Brian Flores. Yeah, that Brian Flores yeah. as a senior defensive assistant. Uh, the Browns hired two defensive coaches today. I think the Colts hired a defensive coach today. Like all the assistant coaching staff, even like you know, you're talking about like quality control assistant defensive line coaches. Those are all getting pretty much filled right now. It's a bad time to get let go from your position. But I think he's radioactive. Time, I think he deserved it. <laughs> I think he's radioactive. Is why he's not going to find. In fact, it. I know he deserved it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it. It's not a mistake that he's gone. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. Um, and on this one, I look. I can't burn my sources, right? Um, I, I can't on this. And we've talked about John Dorsey, Dorsey knows this stuff, and his man. canary trap stuff, right? So yep. I'm just not going to go into details and do any of that stuff. Um, but I'll, I will tell you, I told you guys about Ben Johnson long before anybody else did. Um, before any anybody else talked about play calling from Dan Campbell, I told well the slack about it. Um, I, I was laughing when uh, I believe it was um, uh, Chris Burke was the first one to notice Campbell checking out the headsets in, in Pittsburgh. That was the first inkling that anyone had kind of had about any of that kind of coming out. It was funny to watch it kind of make the make, make its way to the mainstream consciousness. Um, but I will tell you that uh, my, these sources are, are absolutely 100 percent real. Right. Um, I can't share the details. I'm sorry. Even I, I don't even I'm not even in Slack. I'm not sharing them. They're crucifying me for it. They're telling me I'm, I'm you know, edging them everything and then everything else. But I just can't do it. Yeah, Sometimes your dust is the, the cocaine equivalent of powdered sugar. <laughs> Sometimes discretion is the better part of valor. I'll um, and, and look, if I did, it's like, wow, look, we got a bunch of clicks and views. But then what about next week and next month and after that? Right. Just know what I will say. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> what I will say is this was an absolutely needed move by the team. Uh, I don't know. I doubt anyone knows any more about what currently happened. I'll be honest with you. I don't think anyone will know. This is not going to get out. This is this is locked tight. It, it, it's funny how quietly he he disappeared. He, how quietly he went away and without, you know, um, Don Capers left. There was an announcement, the whole thing. This was just kind of a, you know, the ghost of the guy out of there. Just to divert, that Capers move was expected, by the way. That was not a surprise. That was not anything that caught anybody in the organization by surprise either. No, And it was it was announced. It was in in, in, um, even Aylin, right? The the departure there was uh, amenable, agreeable. And you just saw him uh, this week to say great things about Dan Campbell. The whole thing, really good stuff. But I will tell you, just... From what I know about this, you can be damn proud of your front office and your coaching staff for the decisions they made here. This is a really strong organization. It's got character. It's got integrity. And I guarantee leadership like this. I, I, I've, I've seen all different kinds. 
Leaders like this will find success. I guarantee it. This, this, everything that they've done have been the right moves. It's, it's, it, everything I think right now heavily less let lays on Brad Holmes shoulders, but they have as far as talent and getting the talent, but they have everything else in order for once. This team has everything else in order. Brad Holmes did a, a remarkable job in his first year at GM with a short time with the scouts. Didn't really get to put his whole system and people in place. I'm really excited to see what happens this year. I really, really am. Cause if he can hold that standard again, we are definitely on the road to um, some real success, some real success. Uh, this team. I, I certainly hope so. I I'm feeling um, just from the, the last few weeks of being at the senior bowl, seeing them in action, talking to um, a few more sources that are outside my normal bubble. Um, I, I can tell you the league is, I don't want to say they're, they're afraid of the lions. They're not, but they are absolutely impressed with them this time much. And it's, it's a different vibe. Like I I've seen, you know, from, from covering other teams, I've, I've seen the vibes where like, okay, like, like the Hugh Jackson Browns, like people wanted Hugh to work. I did too. Um, didn't, uh, but, but everyone's like, I, I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> I don't know what they're doing there. Um, it, but then, then when they got, when they got, um, uh, Andrew Barry in, and they got have like everybody's like, okay, they got this train rolling in the right direction, and it resulted in a playoff victory. Um, it didn't happen again last year, but that's there's there's circumstances there. You, you get the same feel about the Lions now. Like everybody's like, you know what? They got really good people doing the right things the right way, yeah. and people are they want to see it happen. Uh, they want to see a a. Uh, I'll tell you what, there are people that that think that Sheila is not getting enough credit as an owner. Um, at, for for the decisions that she's made, because she's done some things that, quite frankly, neither of her parents would have ever done. She has gone outside of her comfort zone and and done things in a different way. And after what what was it? Nineteen fifty seven, right? That's yeah, that's yeah. how many years ago? Sixty five. It was technically fifty eight, but fifty seven season. 50, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> why not try to do something a little bit different? Um, and why not? Uh, the th- the thing that I like. We've always talked about, you know, the, there's the, the flavors, you know, you, you trend you, there, for a while. The Patriot way wasn't just the Lions that did that. Then yeah. a lot of other teams went that way before that. You know, there were a lot of teams that, that tried to follow the Bill Walsh way. Yeah. Uh, and now, now there's a lot of teams that are following the, 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 McVay the Sean McVay <laughs> tree thing. <laughs> I, I like that the Lions are sort of like, okay, we got, we got some, you know, we got some people from the Rams. We got some people from the Saints, pretty successful organizations year in, year out. Uh, we've got some people from other places, though, that have been and done other things. And I like that. I like the fact that they're not trying to copy one way. They're sort of doing the lion's own thing. And, yeah, it, it borrows elements from everywhere else. Mm-hmm. Nothing's original in the NFL these days anymore. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. I, 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 I'm... I'm more more optimistically, cautiously optimistic than I was uh, two months ago. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, I no, mean, this I is, believe it's going to work yet, but I'm 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 feeling better about it. They got the right stuff, the right people doing the right decisions. It's it's good. It's really really good stuff. So, oh, I did want to say one other thing about Matthew Stafford. Forgot about this. Um, looks like he needed a team around him in order to win. <laughs> So, but seriously, more seriously, this is the best indication that quarterback wins as a stat are garbage, right? Matthew Stafford played with the Lions forever, um, didn't win a playoff game, one year surrounded by Von Miller, Aaron Donald, 
Cooper Cup. I mean, just a, a, a slew of dudes on that team, right? And they 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 get the win. It's it's a team sport. It's not a quarterback. Can I can I be really obnoxious and, and dredge up my my pet thing? He won, Matthew Stafford won more playoff games this year than Dan Marino won in the last fifteen years of his career. Wow! 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 <laughs> All right, there we go. Boom. Um, <laughs> sorry, Spooner. <laughs> Damn, Rito, sorry. All right, I want to. Re- we got to go into the um, the off season needs really quick before the off season needs. I got to tell you, um, it's time, Lions fans. You need to chill. We got a great off season coming. We've got a great front office doing a lot of work. How are you going to do it? You're going to go to cbd.detroitlionspodcast.com. cbd.detroitlionspodcast.com. Use coupon code. Lions to get yourself 55% off. It is the greatest stuff to take care of, take care of your head. Um, what do you do? You get, um, you know, pain, anxiety, insomnia, do a little of the CBD. You can do the oil. The oil is great stuff. Won't get you uh, knocked off on any drug tests. I, I keep it handy for myself. Did they, did they make that in like a baby, baby oil bottle size thing? Um, they do make larger bottles. Yes. And they actually, they make it in stronger levels of mil- more milligrams <laughs> it's heavier i guess um yeah so it's definitely in, in different strengths um they have the chill now the chill line here is the stuff that is not going to help you pass a drug test it's going to actually hurt you on a drug test but it's going to give you a really really good time and of course the the cream used for recovery after working out or if you got some charlie horses or muscle stuff is amazing i use it with regularity go to cbd.detroitlinespodcast.com take care of your head take care of your body and do it naturally with the wonders of cbd all right there we go um really quick jean paul morrison can't wait to see the coaching tree in 10 years for mcdc i'm, I'm with you i'm with you I that's gonna understand. be it's it's gonna start expanding like we, we've talked about it a little bit but it's gonna next year at least one of the assistant coaches off this team is going to get hired as a head coach somewhere else. And you're going to see a couple other guys maybe moving up the ladder. And uh, it's a great, great problem to have. When other people want your coaches, that means you've got good coaches. That's right. That's right. Chris Spooner's under the chat. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, Gray Ford. Wanna, I'll put it. I got to put it. Oh, wrong one. There we go. There it is. I want to say it. Sheila needs to have. WCF taken off the jersey. I don't disagree. I think I agree with that as well. I think we had a good morning period. Uh, it's time to move on. I think it's, it's been, a new team. What, in three years, nine years, eight years, it's somewhere in between nine and three. Mar- Martha <laughs> Martha took over in two thousand fifteen. Yeah, so, so it's been a while. On that, yeah, it, it, it's time. Yeah. I I agree. It's time. It it. I don't think that it represents what they wanted to represent to the fans. Yeah, not anymore. (laughs) It's a nice way of saying it. Yeah, not anymore. Uh, Thank you, Dominic. Love the addition of the comments at the bottom of the screen. Thank you, man. Really appreciate that. All right, let's get Chris continually putting back into the show. Oh, man, I've got a lot of stuff coming. If if we have a super chat, I want to show you. I can really, I can trip out. uh, I can make uh, Riz trip out pretty good. It's pretty fun. I'll show Uh you guys that new new effect here if we get a super chat in there. All right, let's talk. It's a sober month. I don't need to be tripped out. (laughs) It's a CBD moment. Um, all right, let's talk about the Lions offseason needs. Let's start rather than by player. Let's talk about position, Riz. What are your top four positions as far as absolute needs for this team in this offseason? Just kind of okay. g- give give a reason why when you, with each position group, if you sure. Will. And these are in some semblance of an order. Not, not not like I can I can be persuaded into making one higher than the other, but the 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 top three are very easy. 
safety, wide receiver, and pass rush. Um, specifically outside linebacker pass rushers. Those are my top three. Uh, safety, look, aside from the fact that Tracy Walker's a free agent, Dean Marlowe's a free agent, CJ Moore is a free agent, which leaves Will, Will Harris and Jalen Elliott as your safeties. Um, the safety is the second most important position on the entire defense for Aaron Glenn and for the scheme that they're running after pass rush. They have some serviceable pass rushers. I mean, Romeo Quarra's coming back. Julian's coming back. Um, for now, Trey Flowers is on the team, although I don't expect that to last for long. They have, like, some ability to, to manufacture a pass rush. You can't bullcrap safeties. Like, you gotta have dudes. Yeah. And, and their defense requires two dudes. Right now, they got zero dudes. They got to get at least one. You know, if they bring Tracy back, I, I, I'll kind of miss a half dude. We're talking in Wisco speak here to go really into the slack yeah, part. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, All right. Well, but, um, okay. So safety is a need. Let's, yeah, we'll, we'll get into the, 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 the dudes factors next. But so you got safety. Who is the, the next position group that you had? I would say I'm going to say wide receiver because I think it's easier to scheme up a pass rush with the defense that they've got than it is to scheme up offensive production from the wide receiving group that they have. I, I agree. I agree. Okay. Uh, okay. Wide receiver. And then. Then pass rush. Pass um, rush. That's fair. Yeah. So I, you're talking I, outside defensive line uh, edge. Kind yeah. Of thing? Um, specifically an outside linebacker that can rush the passer, generate oh. pass rush on his own without it needing to be schemed up. Right. I, just, I was just trying and to then, see if you were open a D tackle there or you're thinking outside. I, I wouldn't hate it. They they need that too. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Quite frankly, yeah. I mean Nick Nick Williams is going away. Uh, he's a free agent. He uh, while he wasn't great, he did play a lot of snaps yeah. and, and wasn't bad. Yeah. Um, had, had a couple of bad games, but overall, I think was was a fairly solid player. They they got to replace that. That his replacement isn't on the team right now, unless you're a big Jay Sean Cornell believer. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so then fourth. I'm fluctuating on this. I know because I said one, and I got you confused. You did, and you're, and, and you're not wrong. But I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with what, I, what we talked about pre-show. I'm gonna say they need a number two quarterback that can become a number one quarterback, and they, and they need that sooner than later. So I'm gonna yeah. say that that's the other need for this offseason okay. because T- Tim Boyle and I wrote about this at Lions Wire this week. He's a free agent. He does not need to come back. I don't want him back. David Blau, also a free agent. I don't think there's any chance he's coming back. Who they got? The um, What's his name? Steven Montez? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No offense to Steven Montez. Dude, you were good at Colorado. I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, that that would be it for me. Um, it, it, now, I'll specify this, though. I don't want just like a, like a Colt McCoy or somebody like that as a backup quarterback, Tyrod Taylor. Mm-hmm. I want somebody who's going to be better than Jared Goff in 2023 yeah. is the goal. <laughs> it's it's mm, that's kind of hard tough. to find those guys right now. It tough. really is. Yeah. Uh, but that's that's something that they I, – I want them to get that done now, sooner mm-hmm. than later. I don't want, I don't want to wait. I want to – I want to take advantage of that while you, while you still can. All right. Um, you have quick, to. JJ, uh, even though Jeff is not 100% on board with golf, I love his takes as well as Chris's best podcast alliance out there. Thank you. Thank you so much, JJ. All right. Um, I'm going to talk about the needs from uh, positionally from my perspective. Yeah, I start first and foremost at safety because, hey, we agree. <laughs> because you've yeah. got Will Harris, and that's really it. 
Right. I mean, that's what you're realistically, you've got Will Harris. And I don't know that Jerry Jacobs can handle another season of Will Harris being your safety, to be honest. Not, not trying to. We love Jerry, but he's coming off of an injury. Let's let him, let's let him stick to being the best cornerback he can be. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I don't think his knees can hold up to Will. Um, I, I, it's, it's, it's just, you need, you need two more. You need two more. I know. And he doesn't blame him. He, it's, it's a joke. It's a I know joke. he does. I mean, we talked about it with him, right? We can. <laughs> uh, him and him and Will are dudes. It's they're they're buds. It's totally cool. So uh, yeah. so at safety, Will's a great guy. I yeah. want him to do well. Yeah. Oh, He's God, just not yeah. been a good football player. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, safety's huge. Really you got one guy. guy, and you need three at least, right? I mean, that's just yeah. where where you are. So huge need, huge huge need. It's there's there's massive gaps there. Um, edge is where we're at second, and, and and if I think we have safety, I think of our cornerback crew. I think our secondary is locked down at that point. It's truly the no fly zone, right? I mean, you've I got you've so. got you, you're in really really good shape if things move forward the way you should. So with that part yes. done, you need that pressure, right? You're helping out your guys, and so you need that pressure. I'm I'm going for the edge rushers. Um, you know, somebody, some people to pressure the quarterback and, uh, guys that can, that play outside. If you need them, they can slide inside. Right. Um, but mostly outside edge guys. Um, that's the second biggest need. I think the third biggest need is wide receiver. I, I know it's a massive gap and I, and I don't disagree with you putting it second Riz at all because it is a massive, massive gap. Um, but I kind of, I, I dropped it down lower because there's a lot of talent that you can get a little bit later in the draft at that position. And you had a good article. We'll talk about that briefly about wide receivers and free agency. And I want to bounce a couple things around on that when we get there. But um, I, I think you can, you can get your wide receivers a little later and have effective, impactful guys third roundish. Right. And then last, yes. Um, linebacker. I think we, uh, we have some gaps there. Uh, Captain Ancelone is no longer with the team and he's going to be, he's going to leave a gap. Um, Jalen Reese Mabin, Hopefully we sign him again. I, I I like him. I, I I think he's he's got a a place on the team, but he he isn't the solution at linebacker. We need a linebacker to to uh, be able to come in and play. They, they certainly do. Um, they're, they're like right now the the linebacking core would be Derek Barnes and um, Devontae Beckett, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, that that's not going to cut it. Um, it. Even as de-emphasized as a linebacker position is, they've got to get somebody in there, and, and preferably somebody better than Barnes, who, yeah. like, frankly, wasn't very good as a rookie. He, he was um, hot and cold, right? I mean, he, he had some games where he really smoked it, and then other games where he was smoking it. Uh, <laughs> neither, and, he, and you couldn't tell which Barnes was showing up, right? It was, it was rough. Uh, now, some of that is the fact that he was transitioning to a new position. This was a guy who was a pass-rushing Specialist in college. Well, I don't want to say that, but but he he primarily rushed the passer. That's what hit, got him on the draft attention mm-hmm. at Purdue. He did switch to off ball linebacker that last year. He had a phenomenal coverage week of coverage in the Senior Bowl that really opened up people's eyes to what he could do as an off ball linebacker. And you're all in an off ball linebackers in the first round, right? <sighs> <laughs> Twitch. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. I want to. I want to. I want to. I want to. They start a do. They do absolutely have to get a good one. Yes, they do. I, I don't disagree that that's a, a need at all. And I, I would put that, in fact, over defensive line. Um, not that they don't need have needs there. They also need. Uh, they do need a tight end. If you're going into a season with T.J. Hawkinson coming off of an injury, 
and Brock Wright as your only tight ends, and that's where they're at right now. Uh, you got to do better than that. Yeah. So that that's a need as well. Yeah. Now there there are there are a lot. Look, this team went three thirteen and one for good reason. They have a lot of look. They had a lot of injuries. Yes, some of those guys will be coming back. They just lacked talent at a lot of spots where you need better talent, yep. and that's still true today. Yep. So I want to go to the first. We agree to safety is the first position we'll need, yep. right? I'm going to just start the controversy now, and I I I, I may change. I'm, I'm I don't lock in and not change my my opinion. Number two pick overall in the draft, Kyle Hamilton. That's where I'm at. I'm sorry. Uh, you guys can, can flip and, 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 and go nuts. Um, I don't know if Jermaine Johnson will be there at, at 32 if he lasts that long at edge. Probably not. I, I, yeah, but that's I'm, I'm thinking you could go 32, 34. You could get your edge players, and all of a sudden your defense is, is in really great shape. You still got to go. Hey, you sign like a Marcus Williams or something, right, on, on free agency. Your defense, other than you need to line some linebackers, your defense is in great, great shape at that point, right? Um, and, and then you can start moving he's to so wide outs. Good, Chris, he he is so so. I compare him, and and older folks will know who I'm talking about, but younger folks probably don't know who he is. Oh, Riz. He co- oh, <laughs> he's got the now? party going. Oh, wow! <laughs> Trying to trip Riz out. It's good thing I'm sober today. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> oh, man, that's great. Sorry, Riz, I didn't mean to do that, that to you. No, that, that's good. <laughs> um, the last safety that was taken number two overall was a guy named Eric Turner out of UCLA. The Browns took him in 1989, In his first four years, he was an he was an all-pro once, was a pro bowler twice, led the league in tackles in another year where he didn't make the pro bowl. Complete impact talent. He was great Great player. People don't remember him because he sort of tailed off. He got he got a knee injury the next year in his fifth season. He never really recovered from it, and unfortunately, he, he's no longer with us. Um, he died in a tragic accident. But uh, that that guy, and I remember watching him. I, I, I lived in the Cleveland area at the time. That guy, Kyle Hamilton, reminds me so much of the playing style, the size, the physicality, the ability to go from a dead stop to full speed at the ball in an instant. I, I want that guy, man. Like yeah. he, he's he is so far ahead of every other player in my drafts grades that I've evaluated. He's he's my number one player on the board. Yeah. Um and, and it's not really close either. That's now, you where can talk I'm about at. devaluing the position, but you gotta get you can't pigeonhole yourself to you, you need impact players, plural. Get them where you can and let it sort out after that. And that's where I'm at. I mean, I'm look, Aiden Hutchinson. Is 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 a he's great very player. good. He's a great player. Um, is he number two overall last year or the year before? No, he's not. Uh, he's. he's not. I mean, he's 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 really really good for this draft. I just I there's think, a couple I positions think, that aren't I, where I think they Dane Brugler on the athletic. Dane Brugler on the athletic said that he didn't. He wouldn't have um, projected uh, Hutchinson to be a top ten pick in last year's draft. So and, and, and that's I, where I can't argue that. So you, I'm I'm thinking just at the talent level. You, your positional value is taking a little bit of a back seat because of the talent, the value of the talent, which is why I'm thinking Hamilton at two. He will make an impact. He will make an impact with this, with this. He will help um, 
our rush, our pass rush to get there. He will help us not to give up big, big plays and on, on third and long when we finally get there. He will be an impact player, a changing player for this team. How many times do we grab our hair and say, damn it, Will Harris this year? I mean, seriously, I, I mean, and I'm not picking on Will. I, I, like you said, he's a great dude, but he's so many times that it, we, 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 if he's cost. not on the field, they beat Pittsburgh. If he's not on the field, they beat Minnesota. Exactly. <laughs> it's that simple. Exactly. <laughs> and you have a guy for cheap for a long time. Boom. He's gone. Right. You, you, and you get the long option on him. I think I think that's big. When you think about that, that value, that's why I say uh, edge. You could get 32 and 34 if you wanted. Right. I mean, and then I yep. think wide receiver third round. You got two third round picks. You get wide receiver. That's kind of how my brain's kind of working this out right now. I just feel like you get that big hit. I don't think the difference, the fall off from Hamilton to again, I'm, I'm sticking with Jermaine Johnson. He may or may not be there at 32. We'll see how things play out as the weeks go on. But a player of that caliber or slightly left, the drop off is not nearly as much as the drop off from Hamilton to a safety. At thirty two right. or thirty four, like like right. like um like like J- uh, Jalen Petre from from Baylor, um uh the dude from from I'm blanking on names, the guy from Penn State, uh the guy from uh uh Lewis Scene from Georgia is probably later. But, but Don, yeah, the, 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 yeah. Uh, sorry, I'm sorry, I have to I have to put this up. Don says, how many safeties made a big impact in the playoffs? I've seen a lot of Bosa, Donald Henderson, Don Miller, Gary. That's right, but none of these guys are those guys. That's the thing. I would say Jesse Bates was a huge factor for the Bengals in, in yeah. them getting their defense. Uh, and they, so interestingly, the Bengals, they're sort of where the, the Lions were a couple of years ago. They got Bates. He developed into an all pro player. Um, didn't have his best year in 2021, was, was phenomenal in 2020. They signed Trey Hendrickson, who the Saints didn't, couldn't afford anymore. And, and that, that transformed their defense. Having, having a playmaking safety, like their interior defensive line, especially after Larry Ogunjobi went down, was not good. Uh, they did well against the Rams because the Rams' interior offensive line is crap. <laughs> and that's, <laughs> that, that, that's why that looked. Uh, I would say that there was a lot of good safety play. Tyron Matthew, um, when he didn't play well for the Chiefs is when they had troubles. Uh, Buffalo got to where they are because of safety play, mm-hmm. uh, and, and won a playoff game because of it. So it's, it's absolutely there. It didn't happen in the Super Bowl. No, it did not. Base did not have a good game in the Super Bowl. The Rams safeties almost by design don't. Remember, that's a team that let jo- John Johnson walk specifically because they didn't want to keep paying for safety. So there, there, there's different ways to do it to build your defense. Sure. All right. But yeah. Let's, let's move on to the pass rush. Okay, and, and we'll go to wide receiver next because Don is about to have an aneurysm in the chat. Don Burr. <laughs> it's okay. Stay with us, it's, Don. It's yeah, okay. don't, don't worry. We're, we're going to now make the arguments for for the edge players, right? And and like I said, that's where my head's at right now today if I were making my picks. I'm, I'm Hamilton number two. They've got him mocked at like three to five. It's not a reach to, to pull him in at two. It is not a reach for that player. Anyway, we'll move on. We'll talk about the edge or pass rush. Um, you've got Hutchinson, you've got Thibodeau. Let's just start with the two of them, Riz. Okay. Who's your preference between the two? I I go back and forth on this. I see Thibodeau, Thibodeau. It's got to be, I guess, it's Thibodeau. I've been corrected several times. Uh, I see him as being a little bit better of a fit for what Aaron Glenn runs as a defense. That doesn't mean that Hutchinson doesn't fit. It doesn't mean that his verse. I, I think Hutchinson is more versatile. I think he can play down. I think he can play in the mm-hmm. the Cam Jordan role that you see in the New Orleans defense. I think he's fully capable of doing that. I don't think he's that good, but I think he's capable of being that kind of a player. 
But if you're looking for a guy that that has speed around the outside, I think Thibodeau does that better. I think Thibodeau drops into coverage a little bit more naturally. I think he's a guy that handles the, the tight end chip and release like that a little bit better than what Hutchinson does. Some of that is the fact that Hutchinson did more of the the solid inline work at Michigan because they had David Ojabo on the other side, who was more of a speed guy. And, and that's like, it doesn't mean that Hutchinson can't do it, but I've seen Thibodeau do more of what the lions are going to ask of that position than what I have from Hutchinson. Now, let me ask, cause this is the knock on him, right? Does he love football? And, and, and a lot of people say it doesn't matter, right? This coaching staff isn't going to draft you. If you do not love the game of football, He's an elite athlete. There's no question about it, right? His ceiling is through the roof. What's yeah, your take I, on that? I, I, on I, that I, you know what? I don't think he's that elite of an athlete. He's, this isn't Miles Garrett. Um, and and well, I'll use Miles as an example of a guy that got uh, and still takes crap for having interests outside of football. Mm. Uh, at least if you watched the, the celebrity dunk contest or celebrity basketball game last night. First off, that guy can play in the NBA if he wants to, yeah, yeah. but but he's like he likes to read. He writes poetry. He shows up and, and like is a field trip docent at the Natural History Museum in Cleveland. Like imagine your kindergarten group and, and Miles Garrett is the guy leading you around. He does that. He organizes like dog walks and, and meets up at the dog park so his dog can have some sex. Like this guy is like awesome. Chris is timing there by that, but that's, like like he's got interests outside of think. football. I don't think it's hurt Miles Garrett. I don't know Kayvon Thibodeau like in that way, but like it's not a bad thing to have interest outside of football. In that way, <laughs> as long as as long as there's a kneecap biter between the 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 between the lines and and practices seriously, and we've never heard anything to the contrary about that from anyone involved with the Oregon program. Oh, by the way, they happen to have somebody who went against them in practice every day on their offensive line. I think they have pretty good insight on that. I don't think that's going to be an issue. I think that's being overblown by people who are still think that it's okay to run an Oklahoma drill at middle school football practices. (laughs) Looking for someone to look at their stuff, maybe. Maybe looking for a little bit of uh, controversy to help uh, boost their income. <laughs> All right. So, Edge, I mean, obviously, Hutchinson. I like Jermaine Johnson. as a, I, I really like what he has out of Florida State. Um, interesting cat. Interesting cat. Um, who else do you see is kind of one of the top guys uh, available at, uh, as, as kind of an edge rusher? I'll tell you, Boye Mafe from Minnesota was a, was a standout at the Senior Bowl, and he's another guy. The way that Minnesota used him and the way that we saw him used in the Senior Bowl translates very directly to how Aaron Glenn would use him in, in Detroit. That's a guy that you're probably going to have to get at 34, yeah. um, and that that's up. A lot of projections going into Mobile. He was like a third or a fourth rounder. I think he probably played his way out of that. And So I'm going I'm to make a broad disclaimer here. He's going to test well in Moby or in, in Indianapolis, and that's going to raise like the only thing that's going to change for people in Indianapolis at the combine is if they don't test well. The the testing, uh, if you, if you think this guy's a good athlete and he tests like a good athlete, that's confirmation. What's going to happen is the guys who don't test well. If you expect a guy to run a four seven forty and he runs a four point eight five as a defensive end, that's a problem. That that's what you're looking at. You're not looking at a wide receiver that can run a 4-3, you're looking at a wide receiver that can't run a 4-6 when he's expected to. Yeah. Um, like Slow guys are slow. Fast guys are fast. You're getting affirmation for that. 
all these people I hear, I hear it every time. He's going to test through the roof and it's going to raise the stock. Well, if everybody tests well, doesn't that mean that everybody's stock is going to go up and there's nowhere for it? You don't actually move. It's all relative. Right. Yeah. Right? Everything's relative. Yes. Yep. Keep that in mind when you're reading all that stuff from it. Um, you're, you're looking for players that don't test well more than you're looking for players that do. Yep. And I'll tell you, I can speak to this firsthand. NFL teams look at it that way a lot more than they do the other way. Yeah. All right, let me hit a couple of the super chats. I don't want to miss these guys because yes, we're always do. thankful for those folks who uh, hop in. I want to thank Jeff for always being responsive on Twitter. Thank you so much, JCN. You are awesome. Also, we want to uh, hit who else? Our man Flounder. He wanted to trip Riz out. So we'll give Riz one more trip out. Whoa, man. <laughs> All right, so you got that, and then there was one more that came in. I love that effect. I would, I would have played with that. I would add a little bit more. I really should do drugs. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll, make, I'll give you the feeling. Um, and <laughs> JC on back. The D line impacted the Super Bowl, and the high end secondary players weren't a factor, in my opinion. Build the trenches. It's a fair assessment. It's a fair assessment. I think. Um, well, you can't argue against Aaron Donald being awesome, and yeah, and yeah. the way Von Miller impact. I thought Von Miller. Didn't get enough love for his game in the Super Bowl. He was great. Now, now some of that is the fact that the Bengals' offensive line is hot garbage. You, can, can you imagine how much they miss Riley Reef? <laughs> like <laughs> that—that's that, that's one of the things that I didn't get. One, one of the things that bothered me was everybody's bragging on the, the Bengals' offensive line. That wasn't their projected offense. Like Riley Reef was an okay starter for them at right tackle for twelve games. Then he got hurt, and then all hell broke loose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yep. like take that into context. This wasn't what they trotted out all year. This wasn't their plan. <laughs> <laughs> stuff happens. Yep, yep. All right, let's see. Good not stuff. that Riley Reef is good or anything. I mean, he's he's a, he, he's not as good as he, he's not as good as either tackle in Detroit. He's not as good as either tackle in a lot of other places, but he's he's serviceable. Yep. He's going to get signed this offseason somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. Probably start next year. All right. If you if you're uh, you notice we have the new chat that pops up on the screen. You want to take part in the chat? It's a great t- great place to hang out. A lot of fun. Uh, you can get your stuff highlighted as well. Um, good constructive stuff in there. We'll we'll throw that up on the screen. But uh, in order to do the chat, hit the subscribe button. You have to be a subscriber to chat in the live chat during the show. So, oh, so there is a catch. Oh, there's always a catch. Uh, subscribe. We you, you, we have all kinds of stuff coming out. Um, we have some great vlogs coming and hitting as uh, we get into free agency uh, and get ready for free agency. Get ready for uh, the draft we'll have a lot of good stuff coming out um we're gonna have our mock draft that's coming up the we we do a big mock draft we have a, a group of um known players from around the media landscape in uh, the detroit lions world we all do a first round mock from end to end and that's a lot of fun i'll uh, look for that coming up also we've got the big draft party did you say you were gonna be able to do it this year is God, I hope so. We got Sandman for sure. We may have Riz. You know, every year. I, I am I am officially not going to Las Vegas for the draft. Ooh, uh, okay. it, it, it somewhat depends on my kids' AAU basketball schedules. And they're they're not out yet. So um, I, I might be doing it from, like, as I did, what was it, three years ago? Yeah, three years ago. I was at the Buffalo Wild Wings in Lansing, um, right off of the Saginaw Freeway, uh, <laughs> watching the draft. and uh, At the Saginaw Freeway rest way. stop. Is that where you were? <laughs> No comment. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There we go. Don't forget to smash the like button and the subscribe gets you access to the, the, the um, 
the chat and also uh by by doing the subscribe you won't miss all the the vlog stuff we've got going out we got a couple new voices joining us that uh have really been a hit since senior bowl so we'll see colin and some other folks all right um let's talk. i need more colin in my life chris colin do these things please yeah 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 yeah. he's he's where he and i have a uh, chat tomorrow we're gonna, we've got set up we're gonna go from cool. there um i just reminded quick reminder detroit lions podcast.com slash store we got these great can koozies, got some great shirts, um, and we've got a, a pretty sweet deal coming. I can't, I can't. The folks in Slack know um, it's coming out shortly. We're, we're shooting for April for it to launch, but it's a huge, huge deal. You guys are going to love this. It's it's going to blow your mind. Um, so yeah, anyway, hit the hit subscribe, like, and all that stuff. Okay. Wide receiver. Riz, this was your number two. This was my number three. It yes. is a known gap. I don't think there's anybody in the chat that disagrees that we need wide receivers. If you disagree, uh, put your hand up in the chat about needing wide, the Detroit Lions need wide receivers. And I'm um, very curious to hear the explanation of why. I'm just going to know who to ban. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, wide receiver. I mean, <clears throat> look, so so who's back? Okay, Khalif Raymond's a free agent. Josh Reynolds is a free agent. Tyrell Williams, Gonzo. Um, he's not even he's not even on the roster anymore. So you've got Amon Ra. Good, good start. Nice start there. And what else we got? Uh, well, Quintez Cephas coming off of an injury. Okay, all right. You know what? He he showed some things. He's to his credit, he's been better than I expected him to be, mm-hmm. and he has a place in the NFL. Yep. I think he, I think you don't need a number four outside wide receiver when you've got Quintus Cephas on your team. That, that's a hole. Yep. I think if he's playing above that, quite frankly, you, you have problems at wide receiver. Hmm. I, I see him as a as you know the number three, but it's okay. Hey, we, it I mean, be, we're probably splitting here. I, I wouldn't hate him as a number three if you've got a good tight end and a good running back, yep. which. I think the Lions do right now. So maybe, maybe that, that, that that's workable. Okay. I'll buy that. That's well, let's start really quick. When we talk about the needs, let's start thinking about free agency. Okay. Yeah. And I saw this guy, God, what was it? Um, oh, lions electric. No lions cable. <laughs> uh, lions wire. That's it. Lions wired at usadaday.com. That's it. This guy, this Hefe Risen guy uh, wrote an article about, wide receivers and free agency and it made a hell of a point and i have a question because i didn't get to watch the chart as much as i want and i was reading it on my sure. phone but why don't you go through the premise first and then i'll and then i'll ask you the question yeah so um and i'll give credit to uh where it's due um cleave ta on he's a browns guy um the browns happen to need wide receivers probably worse than the lions do actually this offseason um but yeah so uh let me find it here there it is. Okay, sorry, I'm I'm underprepared. So the premise is is that you you've got to be careful about what you pay for in free agency at wide receiver, and the so uh, I'll read the paragraph here. Over the last four seasons of free agency, just two of the thirty-two premium free agents, which means that a contract value of at least eight million dollars total, not per year total, have topped one thousand receiving yards. Only four have caught at least 70 passes in the first season with the new team. One of the guys who did both of those was John Brown in Buffalo in 2019. The Bills cut him after 2020, so it happens very quickly. The big names on here. Last year, Kenny Galladay, $72 million, 37 catches, 521 yards. Corey Davis, next in line, $37 million over three years, 34 catches, 492 yards. Galladay didn't score. Davis had four touchdowns. That's what Khalif Raymond gave the Lions, folks. 
for one eighteenth the price last year. And T, uh, Taylor Decker had more touchdowns than Kenny Galladay. Just think about that. Yes, yes how much did. money he you, got. You and I had the same amount of touchdowns <laughs> as Kenny Galladay did. Yeah. And not not to completely bag on Daniel Jones, but like the Giants are okay at quarterback. Like they, they might be moving up from Daniel Jones, but he's he's. Like it's not like he's you know playing with chopped liver out there. Like they they had surrounding talent too, and it just didn't happen. You got to be really careful about it. And and one of the things that just looking at some of these guys that are on there. Um, by the way, Marvin Jones was clearly the best free agent wide receiver last year. Uh, wound up seventy three catches, eight hundred thirty two yards, and four touchdowns. That that's a great season. The only other guy that was anywhere close to to being worthwhile was Kendrick Bourne, who went to New England, was their their number one wide receiver on a team that has. Awful, worse wide receivers than the Lions do. Yeah. Um, we, we've had this discussion actually in the wire Slack chat. We were going over the team needs for everybody, and uh, you know, the, the the general consensus was that yeah, the, the Browns really suck at wide receiver. The Lions really suck, but man, the Patriots take suck to a whole new level with yeah. their wide receivers, and the Ravens are close behind too. So there's going to be some markets for for wide receivers out there, but um, you got to be real careful about ex- what you expect from your free agent wide receivers that you don't get what you pay for in free agency, um, especially at the top end. You go, you scale back a little bit, you do a little bit better. That's where the John Browns, the, uh, uh, let me look who else is here. Jameson Crowder did a pretty good job for the Jets. That way, Cole Beasley, when he left Dallas for Buffalo. Um, but you're looking at their, you know, seven and a half to $9 million a year, as opposed to the guys that are over 10 million. The guys over 10 million, I'm looking at the list now for the last four years. Sammy Watkins, Allen Robinson, who's on there twice, actually, for that. Um, Can I ask you really quick? On is, yeah. is there a skew for age on the the guys that are getting the big dollars? Meaning, are they late twenties, early thirties guys that are getting the huge Some money? Because uh, because I have this this hypothesis, and I have I haven't been able to check. Like I said, I didn't see your um, your chart to be able to dig in. Yeah, so um, some are, but some of the, some of these guys, like like Sammy Watkins, was twenty five. Allen Robinson, twenty five. Paul Richardson, twenty six. Albert Wilson, oh my God, I forgot about that one. Twenty six years old. Um, Robbie Anderson, twenty seven. Juju Smith Schuster, last year, um, he had some injury so, issues, but he only yeah. caught fifteen passes, made eight million dollars for a year. Yep. He's twenty four. You know, Kendrick Bourne, Jamal Agnew's on this list, Corey Davis, 26, Curtis Samuel, 25. It, it, it's, it's guys primarily that are getting their second contracts yep. um, or their third contract after a short second deal. Yeah, that, and that's where that's kind of as I think about it, when I start looking at guys, right, and I start looking at how much are we going to pay? I look at their age. What do we got? How long yeah. we assign them for that kind of thing? And I'm like, you know, I feel like the older guys aren't the right one. So I started looking at who's available in free agency. And I mean, like. Godwin, wow, he he looks good. A little bit of question because he's coming off an injury. Going to be really, really expensive. You're talking 17 and a half mil, right? I mean, that's a lot of money Probably, for, to, to yeah. sign a guy like that. And with what you have, that's a lot of money for someone that may not, especially with that question mark about the injury, may not be able to produce. It's 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 definitely a gamble. He's almost certainly not going to pu- to play before the regular season. Like he's yeah. he's going to miss training camp. He's going to miss preseason. That that's where you develop chemistry with your receivers. That's where he's going to get the chemistry with Goff and or whoever is going to be the, the quarterback after Goff. Devonte Adams, twenty three million. You know he's he's he's, he's not leaving New England. He's not leaving. He's um, out from Green Bay. Mike Williams is interesting. He's twenty seven, a little older than I want. Seventeen million a year again. I mean it's. Like, uh, massive, uh, massive injury risk. Yep. 
Yep. Massive injury risk with that guy. Allen Robinson, <laughs> right? Attitude problem at this point. You don't know what you're getting. He He's, may be relieved. He was on the list twice yeah. for not living up to the contract. Yeah. Now, has he ever played with a quarterback as good as Jared Goff? Hell no. Mm-hmm. Jared Goff would, would be like far and away the best quarterback he's ever played with, which says something for for where he's been. It also says something about that where he's been willing to sign too. Yeah. Like maybe, maybe he, maybe he's the guy that like just wants to fight the system all the time. Like has the built in excuse of, well, I'm not producing because my quarterback sucks. Yep. Um, he knew the quarterbacks were going to suck when he went where he did. Yeah. So you, so you got Allen Robinson. He's 16 million. Oh God, that's a lot. Odell Beckham, right? Probably staying with the Rams. 14 million anyway. Don't and he's want hurt. that. He, he's, he's undergoing knee surgery. He's going to be yeah. uh, two months behind the, the timetable on Godwin. So yeah. no, yeah. don't want that steamer in town. Uh, Michael Gallup. This is an interesting one. People talk about. I've, I've, I don't, I, like I, I don't, he's, he's a number two to me. He's, 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 He's never performed at where I wanted him to. I liked him for a long time, but he just never landed to where I thought his ability was. If that makes sense, fair. he's underperformed what I thought yeah. would get, we should get out of him. Yeah. I would say that if you're going to get a next cowboy, you'll want to wait till they cut Amari Cooper and go after him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I keep rolling down. I got Juju Smith-Schuster as like injury. I mean, he's only eight million a year. He's, he's twenty-five. He's, yeah. he's a world-class knucklehead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but there's, there's maybe something there good with player, a good coaching but, staff. You could you could get something. Who knows? Um, that's yeah. one thing the Steelers were able to do is keep knuckleheads under control, right? So this is where I land. Like I'm walking down the list. Here's a guy that I think is a really, really good fit at twenty-five. He's Eleven point six six, eleven two thirds million a year. Christian Kirk. I really think he's the guy. Um, vertical threat, right? He gives you Can some. Get, yep, gives you some something there. Um, the next guy I, I, I have. I, so I like Kirk. I think he's a he's a potential. And Kirk, Kirk can also like. Amon Ra can play inside or outside. Yep. He has that versatility. You can you can switch them around. I, I, li- I like that inter- interchangeability. There. To have two guys that can do that, you're going to really yep. start dinking with defenses. You're going to really start messing with them. And then you, you, th- you start thinking about, well, a number three guy, you're going to pay $13 million for this guy. Um, DJ Chark, 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 G Day Chark. <laughs> Get that out of your head, sucker. <laughs> Uh, he's you know they have a well. channel on Pluto that only plays Baby Shark like over and over again. So uh, just a quick little story. <laughs> my son, when my wife, she'll be watching, you know, whatever, Yellowstone or whatever is the big one right now. She'll fall asleep down on the couch downstairs. And, you know, it's it's whatever, midnight or whatever. She's out cold. My son will go down to get a snack and he'll see her and he'll flip the TV. He'll put there's like a 24 hours of Baby Shark that goes yeah. in a loop. Yep. He'll put that on yep. the TV in the background while she's sleeping. At some point, she like wakes up, turns the TV off, comes to bed. Next morning, she wakes up. <laughs> I heard it. I mean, I'll go. I'll wake up. I'll be. She's in the bathroom. I go to you know take a pee in the morning, or whatever. And she's going. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> she's been programmed in her sleep. She has no idea that it was even on or that she turned it off. It's so hilarious. It is so hilarious. My son's baby shark still better than anything that Fox Sports is putting out. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. DJ Chark and uh, and Christian Kirk. Those are my two, the guys that Church, I feel good Church about um, for free agency. I, I, Kirk is obviously my top guy. I think yeah, he's, you got to be real careful about paying for the premium. Yep, um, yep. Allen Robinson is obviously a very interesting guy. You're betting that he can do better at transcending the quarterback than, than what he's done. Mm-hmm. And again, Goff is the best quarterback that he's ever played with if he comes home to Detroit. Yep. But you're you're asking a lot there. I mean that 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 that's a serious risk. Uh, I 
I like those guys because of their age, both 25. I like them because of the price and I like them because of what they bring. Um, Like you said, this team doesn't need the, the, the 32 year old band aid. Um, Now, now a guy like Brandon cooks, if he gets out there, that that's somewhat interesting to me. Um, uh, uh, Oh, Oh, bloody goodness. Who's the guy Um, from the chiefs. Uh, Pringle. Uh, I can see him. Yes, Brian Pringle is a good lower budget guy that I think can really contribute. Um, he gets a little bit lost in the shuffle. Uh, he he had, he had a very good playoffs. Um, he caught I think one touchdown or might maybe two. He also can off he off uh, easy for me to say. Also offers return skills, which the Lions quietly need. Uh, they need they need a return man, yeah. uh, especially yeah. with, if Khalif doesn't come back. Yeah. You can sign Khalif Raymond again. I wouldn't be opposed to Khalif coming no. back for another one year, three and a half, four million dollar deal. Yeah, uh, he again he outproduced Kenny Holiday. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and he's not he's literally half the size. <laughs> <laughs> Khalif Raymond has the smallest waist of any professional athlete in any sport I've ever seen. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! I, I bet I bet he wears a twenty six pant. <laughs> All right, really quick, uh, Pete Ramo. He's asking if you should join the the Slack. He's been de- debating it for a while. Uh, had his 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 chat piece up there. Yeah, absolutely, man. And all you gotta do. It'll be right here for folks that are over there. Actually, for folks that are watching this later, uh, Patreon dot com slash Detroit Lions podcast. Patreon dot com slash Detroit Lions podcast. Get in there. Um, if you donate five dollars a month via the Patreon, you'll get access to the Slack. It is the most intelligent chat on the internet about the Lions and probably about anything else. Uh, one of the most wonderful groups of people you'll you'll meet as well. It is. I'm, I, I got to say, I'm, I'm proud of the group this week for self-moderating and for oh, the yeah. people who were pushing the boundaries a little bit to scale it back and understand where they were. Yeah. And I appreciate that. Um, those who are in the Slack know what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It, it started to get contentious and people realized, you know what? We're here for the same goal. Let's talk about the Lions. Um, we can disagree. We can certainly disagree on things, but we don't have to make it you don't have to be disagreeable, like all or nothing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yes, exactly. Yeah. Good, good, good thing. I, I, I highly recommend. I loved, it. It. Not, even I loved, I loved the, the discourse on that specific yeah. in the the mock draft channel this week. The little good. bit of a barrier there to get in is really. I mean, it's 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 a complete different. I mean, you go to anywhere else where they have the the communities of comments and all that, and and you get. You know, the, the dregs, there's the, the, just the worst of people who want to be the worst to people. Um, and hey, it's free. You get what you pay for there. Yeah. Um, this is a group of people that, you know, there's a, the barrier means something. It means something as far as the quality of the thing. And I, I wish there's a way to do it, you know, uh, without that. But it really has become a, a special community. So if you want to take part in something like that, patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast soon. I'll, I'll make the announcement right now because the, the account's built. We'll be on OnlyFans. <laughs> Detroit Lions. Podcast. No way. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> I thought that would be kind of fun. So, yeah, we will be on OnlyFans. We have an OnlyFans. We haven't put anything up there yet, but we'll start putting some. I really got to get there. to the gym and get in my Speedo shape again. <laughs> So if you get the OnlyFans, um, we'll get you, once we get that set up, we'll get you uh, access to the Slack as well. Holy crap, he is serious. Oh, yeah. oh 100%. We are actually going to be on OnlyFans. Why not? Oh, Why wow. not? It's hilarious. And then um, the other one, uh, for there's I've, a lot of people have told me. Next me to Faye Reagan? That would make my day. <laughs> a lot of people have told me that they don't like Patreon for whatever reasons, right? And it's just whatever. And, and frankly, they do take a big cut 
they of, do. Of the, they really do. I, I was shocked when I learned what their cut was. Yeah. It's, it's a lot higher than I expected it to be. <laughs> so uh, we're going to do a direct subscribe on the site here in the next week or so. We'll have that up. So if you want and you're not a Patreon person or you just want your money to go a little further with the podcast, you can do that as well. And we'll do it right there. So there you go. You uh, OnlyFans isn't only porn. Cro- it's OnlyFans. Get me a crossover <laughs> on OnlyFans with Faye Reagan. I will. I will do anything for you. <laughs> Be careful what you say. <laughs> I have magic powers. You know that, Riz. Uh-oh. Maybe, maybe. Does Brady Quinn have an OnlyFans show? We, we will check. Uh, Detroit Lions podcast clips for sale channel soon. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows, Fodder? So uh, I, just to go back on that, when OnlyFans first came out, there were some NFL draft people who were like, oh, this is great. Like, this is this is our conduit to, like, avoid Twitter and to give more personalized discourse to people um, that that will pay for it. It was seen as a revenue source, and then porn just took it over. Yeah, <laughs> like, but, completely dominated it. So, I mean, um, but you don't have I, to be, right? I, I, mean, <laughs> I will say, one of push. the bands that I listen to frequently does have an OnlyFans channel, and they do use it for non-porn purposes, and it's kind of cool. So maybe maybe OnlyFans is shifting back the other way, sort of like, you know, when, when what, what, what was it? After after VHS, but before DVD, there was uh, the laser disc. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. and yeah. like like porn like dominated that when it first came out. But then it became like the thing that like really good cinephiles wanted. Like if you wanted to watch a movie that had excellent cinematography or special effects, like that was where you went to it. It didn't start that yep. way. No, I remember when into that. Streaming maybe, maybe, video, maybe OnlyFans will be doing streaming that. video came to the internet strictly because of porn. That's that's what drove it. And 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 more power to them. God bless them for that. Um, so yeah, no, and, I mean, OnlyFans doesn't have to be that only porn, and and um, it won't necessarily be talking lines and hanging, you know. Let's be part of the revolution that makes it less porn. Yeah, we're better. We're better than that. But there's nothing wrong with it. Uh, okay, <laughs> so we'll keep rolling here. Get to the next piece. Um, I want to talk about Jason Cabinda. You may have heard the name before. He has been signed, re-signed to the Detroit Lions. Base salary for 2022 is one, just over $1 million. 1.9 in 23, $1 million signing bonus, which means his cap hit this season is a whopping $1.535 million. How will we ever afford this much money for a full lack of all things, Riz? We have, what happened to this front office? I've lost all all of my confidence in Brad Holmes. I, yeah. Um, you know, keep in mind, though, he did line up for about 30% of his snaps last year as an inline tight end. Yes, he did. So they loved that. There's some versatility there. So and I'm going to tie in. Um, somebody asked me this. And I forget who asked me this on Twitter today, but they wanted to know if re-signing Cabinda took them out of the market for Hayward, for Connor Hayward from Michigan State in the draft. Good question. Mm-hmm. They are the same guy. Yeah. So, but the Lions happen to need, like, that guy is somewhat integral to what they do offensively. The ability to play fullback as a lead block, specifically a lead blocker in the run game. That That's where Cabinda's at his best. Um, it makes sense for a converted linebacker. He knows where the linebacker's going to be. Yep. Go hit him. Yep. Smart. Um, but the ability to to be a guy that flexes out and can catch an occasional touchdown pass on a swing pass, a guy who can line up as a tight end and and be a in line pass protecting tight end, he can do that. 
Hayward can also do all those things. I don't think they're going to value it enough to draft him, but if he goes undrafted and he could go undrafted, remember there, I, I forget what it was last year, but I remember the study in 2018, we did this for Texans wire. Um, I remember doing it. Mm-hmm. There were seven teams that used the fullback for more than 100 snaps that year. The market just isn't there for these guys. So yeah. the ability to do more things. Yeah. I would say that it probably. It rules them off from drafting him, but if he's undrafted, you better believe they're going to have some interest in him, especially after how well he played in Mobile catching the football. And well, Connor Hayward, I don't, I don't think in Mobile. He, I don't know. I think I think it wasn't it wasn't the right venue for what he does, right? Because right, what he, right. what is he great at? He's great at bullying through tackles. Well, they don't tackle, right? So you didn't get to see him at his best. But the the, the staff saw him. And afterward, made the signing of Jason Cabinda, so I think that tells you where they're at, and that's that's fine. I'm, I, I, they've got the known quantity, and I think I'm, I'm good with it. He's a well, it's a good question, though, and I appreciated yeah. it. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll brings a lot. In. Brings a lot. Um, what else do we have? Um, got to. Oh yeah, the, the, I said I mentioned a little bit earlier the merchandise, the shirts, some really killer shirts. Go to DetroitLionsPodcast.com slash store detroitlinespodcast.com slash store. the suitcase by the way i so i i used my suitcase when i went to mobile i was in midway airport uh on my my flight home i had a layover there and somebody came up and was like are you are you the riz <laughs> yes yes I'm i the, am I'm the riz i'm the riz <laughs> i was i was i was discovered by somebody who wasn't even on my flight like he wasn't flying back to grand rapids like i was he was he was passing by um, I, I'm there, you know, chilling, and and he sees the suitcase and came up and said hi. So, Isn't so hi, cool? Steve from Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, you are recognized, sir. Isn't that the coolest suitcase, though? I mean, of all the, the, it, the it's merch awesome. Items, I, I actually I like, had a couple of people who are like, that, that, that's pretty sharp, man. Yeah. My 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 wife likes it. So Ooh. it's it's funny because my what. Yes, we've been married for 25 years. When you're married that long, you get pragmatic and practical for gifts. She got a, she got a suitcase for Christmas. That's what my present to her was a really nice suitcase. She looked at mine. And she's like, why is yours better than mine? <laughs> Chris, is, Chris cares more. <laughs> Chris loves me more than I love you. <laughs> It's not true, Julie. I promise. It's not. It's not. <laughs> I mean, I like him. Don't get me wrong. Love you, honey. <laughs> but not in that way. Love you, as honey. He says. My uh, wife, by the way, is in Detroit today with the daughter playing down at what used to be TCF, which what which is what used to be Kobo, um, in a volleyball arena with uh, seventy seven volleyball courts set up and thousands of screaming teenagers. I'm glad I begged out of that last night. I was going to go over, decided not to. I, you know, I willed Pine Knob to come back with our Pine Knob shirt at the merch store. I've got a Kobo shirt in the offing, so I, I feel it was TCF for like a back. year. Yeah, <laughs> now it's like Huntington Place or something. Yeah, I don't even know. I, Kobo will return. <laughs> there we go. Okay, let's see. Let's see. Jason Kabinda draft party. Got to talk about that. Bigger, better, tons of awesome stuff. The draft party's coming. Riz may be there. Sandman will be there. Uh, we may have some other guests. We have our mock draft coming up as well. That's going to be a really good time. That's usually around the end of March, I believe, if I remember right, or early, mid-March. I believe so. Early, early April. Yeah, got some really right? good voices yeah. there. Some folks you're going to get to know. You get to know Colin, so that'll be good. Uh, just doing some housekeeping. Hit the subscribe button, the like button. Please hit that like button. Help us with the algorithm. Help people find this and find us. We appreciate all you folks that do that. It means a lot. And what means the most, really, and this is kind of funny, um, when you tell your friends about us, that is the best compliment 
that we can get. And a lot of folks have told us that they've heard about us from their friends or they're telling their friends about us and turning their friends on. Thank you all who've done that. Thanks for that. That kind of personal recommendation means everything. And I uh, appreciate all you folks that do that and support the show that way. It's um, It means a lot. It means a lot. It helps us out a great deal with covering the Senior Bowl and all the it, it other really stuff. It really does. It's, it's so, aside from that, Chris and I really like like appreciate that. Like that you care enough to share us with people that you care about. Like that, that, that. Yeah. It's nice, man. It means something. All right. Uh, Let's talk about big days coming up. Uh, The 22nd is the first day to designate your franchise or transition players. So start looking for news on Lions will not be franchise tagging anybody. Muppet News Flash. Reynolds. (laughs) Muppet News Flash. (laughs) Pigs in space. Uh, NFL Scouting Combine. The Combine. March 1 through 7. Um, that'll be interesting. We'll have good coverage. You're going again this year. Right, I will be there for the days where the coaching, the coaches and the GMs are speaking, which is the first two days. I yes. will be down there for that. They have just come out today notifying everybody that the players will be bubbled and will not be at their podiums for their interviews. We're going to do it virtually. Mm-hmm. I can do that from here yeah. without paying $195 a night for a hotel room. So I'm going to do that from here. I'll just put up a Twitch stream. Someone will send you a way to watch it on TV. Um, hey, Doughboy Steve, how you doing? Thanks for subscribing. Um, yeah, so that, there's, there's there's the combine. We'll have Riz's coverage from there as well to talk about what's going on. Yeah. Um, and, and so it's just so you know, the, the GMs and head coaches for every team are required to talk for at least 15 minutes at a press conference. They're, they're given a 30-minute window. They have to do at least 15. Yes. And uh, um, I want to yell out um, any of this, the, the, the season ticket holders who are choosing the OTA option to go to an OTA. If you need a plus one, I'm your guy. <laughs> I'm happy to be your oh, guy. Quick, quickly on that. The Lions are not raising prices for seniors. For, season I tickets. can't talk today. This is weird. <laughs> for season ticket holders, their prices are the same as 2021. I want to ask you about Good that. Good for them. I want, to, I want to speculate a little bit on that in a second. But if any okay. of you season ticket holders are signing up and getting the option to go to OTAs and you're looking for a plus one, I would love to go. I want to fly up and do uh, some OTAs this year. If any of you guys can help me out, I'll I'll, I'll make it your, worth your while. We'll, we'll, we'll figure something out. <laughs> Um, fans, baby. <laughs> the uh, the the season ticket prices. Let me ask you because they kept it the same. They had an they extra did. away game last week last year because of you know there's, there's not a number of games now. So this year they should have the extra home game, but they kept the price the same. They never give away anything for free, right? They're not going to give you an extra home game for free. I just can't see that happening. Do you think we're going to wind up with an international game this year? Do you think that's yes, the tell? Yeah, I do. I do too. So remember, 2020, they were going to play in London, mm-hmm. and it it fell through because of COVID. And I'm still bitter about it because the Browns were going to play the one week, and the Lions were going to play the next. And I was going to be there for the entire time, yep. and it crapped on me. Um, I would not surprise me at all if they wound up playing in. Uh, I don't think they'll play in Germany, but I think they'll get one of the London games this year. I do. Yep. Yep. I will be there. I will go. I will go there. I can. I can finagle it through work if I have to. If I have to pay, I'll pay. I will be there for the London game this time. I, I guarantee it. So I. I am really hoping for it too. Um, as, as somebody who's part English, um, and my brother has been and been to our ancestral homeland in the far southwest of the country. I would love to spend some time over there. Schad Deutschland über alles, mein Freund. Danke sehr for. Um, shit, my. <laughs> I lived in California for what is it, fourteen years. I, no one spoke German. I was all by myself. <laughs> Mine airs Brent, best Rob Steed song. 
I know very little German. <laughs> I, I, I've, I've, I've destroyed the language with what my, I've taken a, a, an American idiom and Germanized it and the Germans don't understand it. And the Americans don't understand it. it's perfect. But, um, <laughs> deine Schwester ist eine gute Knachin. <laughs> So anyway, uh, March 8th, we have the deadline to designate the franchise. I don't know what that means. <laughs> it's, it's, your sister's a good bone, but it, it's it's actually the word for bone, like a femur. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> I can think of that was Peggy Hill in King of the Hill mistaking the word half. Oh, Shad. He, he doesn't, Shad doesn't know anything about it. He got ordered to go. Okay. Sorry, brother. Oh, okay. Good. Sorry. It's all good. Uh, all right. Uh, so uh, franchise tags and transition players will be locked in by the 8th of March. So we'll know who they are. Uh, March 16th is the big day, right? 14th to the 16th is where the legal tampering period comes. And we yep. should talk a little bit about the, I, you know, my conspiracy theory about <laughs> about Matthew Stafford, the Cabo meeting, Brad Holmes, all that. I, I, I have an absolute uh, conspiracy theory there that I, I'm believing more. All more. right, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that next show. We'll do that next show. Okay. okay. Good. Yeah. Uh, but so the legal tampering period is the 14th through the 16th. On the 16th, everything flies open. Uh, 4 p.m. You can start signing the players on the yep. 16th. Options before uh, qualifying orders for restricted free agents before four. Uh, you have to be under the salary cap before four. The league year begins right. at four, and then the trading period kicks off. So right. there you go. Uh, off-season workouts for teams with new head coaches on April 4th and April 18th. That's not us for once. Yes. April 18th, teams with returning coaches begin off-season workout programs. The draft is the 28th through the 30th. Don't, by the way, don't be surprised if a lot of teams don't hold that OTA period before the draft. Yes. By popular demand from the NFLPA. Yeah. <laughs> JT Burton, you guys make an hour or two out of my plumbing day less shitey. Thank you. Oh, Thank you. that's Thank nice. You. Thank, Thank you. you, JT. I'm glad we could, we could do that for you, man. Uh, Rich, Rich, eh? <laughs> hello, all. hello, all the way from Canada. Hey, how you hey, doing, buddy? Nice. Nice to see you. All right. Lions getting on hard knocks really quick. We'll, we'll, we'll hit that. Interesting. I, they're absolutely in the running. I think it's really between them and the Jets. The Jets have the, the market, but I think the showing that the Lions had in the Super Bowl, the Detroit, the Detroit had in the Super Bowl, as far as ratings this year, is going to really up oh, their game for hard can knocks. You, only Cincinnati watched as a higher percentage of sets that were turned on at the Super Bowl than Detroit. Yep. That's that's something. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that made a very big imprint for NFL the NFL on who was going to do hard knocks. When you when you look at, you know, Campbell and all the personality and the the storyline that this could be um and then you look at the ratings they got, they know that this is a place that can deliver. So, I really think that the Super Bowl Ratings may very well have uh, pushed. We, talk, the we Lions talked about it a little earlier in the show. The the perception of the Lions from the casual observer and from from the media and other cities is that teams they might be good soon. Like like get get in on that early. Everybody <laughs> is is that we we got a to lot of that in Mobile. Didn't yeah. We? Oh my God! Everybody at the Senior Bowl was high on. 
MCDC, the coaching staff, what the Lions are doing, and then what is is it as good as it looks? Is it really how's how is it? Like what's it they were excited. Yeah. They were just amped up about what's going on in Detroit. It's- I had a great long conversation at the rainy the super rainy practice, which was Wednesday, mm-hmm. with a guy who covers the Bears and you stayed for a the whole recognizable thing? name. What's that? You stayed for the whole thing? Yeah, oh, okay. I did. Yeah, so did. Um, I, I had to go talk to Mr. Derry and do Lockdown Lions in the middle of it, which was kind of nice. But uh, um, yeah, I, I so went going back and, and watching. And that, that actually, when I first got back is when I ran into my Bears friend. Uh, we talked and he's like, y'all got something working, man. Like Dan Campbell, he's like, I, I he admitted, he's like, I, I thought I thought this was a huge mistake. And he used the whole Joe Blue thing or go Blue, Bluth from Arrested Development. I can't talk to that. I don't know why. I got, I got too much sleep last night. I'm freaking out. <laughs> Finally, um, but he's like, you know, he's he's like, y'all get something working here. And I, it was nice to hear because this is a guy who has made a lot, a lot of fun of me personally for covering the Lions and liking the Lions, but also just the Lions in general. If you, if you know who I'm talking about, you'll see him on Twitter and you'll know who it is. Yep, yep. <laughs> he'll, he'll, he'll own up to it. But yeah, he's like, you know what? Yeah, y'all got y'all got something nice working here. Um, it, it's got a it's got a blossom, but like the bud is there, the fertilizer is there, the pistol and the stamen are coming together. Let, let's let this flower bloom. Yeah, um, we got to get crabs on next week. Let's let's see about that because I want to talk free agency with crabs and what he thinks are the are the moves. Absolutely. Uh, a question from Rich Rich A. Uh, what side of the ball do you think the Lions will be most active in in free agency? I feel like it's the defensive side of the ball. I I don't know that they're going to make a whole ton of big splashes, but I I feel like the two and, and so it's it, they're competing each other. I feel like they're going to make a safety hit, and I feel like they're going to make a wide receiver hit. Are the two places they're really targeting in free? Agents. I can see them hitting a tight end too. Mm, okay, a, a a veteran low grade tight end who's your number two tight end, and there's several of them that are available this year. They're not going to be in the market for Dalton Schultz or um, uh, OJ Howard. Um, there's another one who's who's, who's up high. Um, Eric Ebron actually is out there. Uh, they're not getting those guys. They're getting that next tier down. Yeah, I see. I saw your draft, and I know it's not a great, not a great draft year for tight ends. There's a lot of them, but there's not like a lot of separation between these guys. Like all these I guys, saw your draft that you did. That I know it's not your choices, but uh, one Dan Bellinger made it in the sixth round of the Detroit Lions. I like that kid. He looked good. In Mobile, he looked like a good complement to what we have in, in Hawk. He would be a good fit on this team, I feel. He can also play as your move fullback, H-back, tight end type yep. player. Yep. Um, and also, he's, he's a good-looking guy, too. So, he's got that going for him. Yeah, definitely check out the uh, Dan Bellinger um, interviews that we had from Senior Bowl on our YouTube channel. Great, great interview. Great kid. Smart. I mean, he's a sharp dude. He's a really, really. By the way, another guy that we interviewed there, Cole Strange, getting a lot of love lately um, as one of the big risers coming out of Mobiles, which is cool to see. Uh, we we kind of got the vibe from, from like he's 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 better than what y'all think he is, and he, he, it's funny because everybody's now like, oh, he's one of the best centers in the draft. He had literally never played center before until he got to Mobile, which is fascinating <laughs> to me. Yeah, they um. But we like knew that who, guy. We knew who to pick, right? I'm telling you, we knew that guy. Pick. That guy. Those interviews. That, that's another guy. He did not look when he sat down like that. There's no way that dude's 300 pounds. No way. Yep. Then he caught up. I'm like, okay, <laughs> all right, he's 300. <laughs> like, dude, oh yeah. Dude's got 
big legs. Yeah, well, my wife said, like on on the on the on the interview on the video, she's like, he doesn't look that big. How how how? Could? And then I was like, like the pictures that um, uh, Colin took the behind the scenes pictures. I showed her. She's like, holy shit, he's huge, right? I mean, he's, yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he's very big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. It's not good all, so so. But Colin, for those of who didn't watch, Colin was was down there with us. He's he's like I, I'm six five two twenty five. I was the smallest guy of the four of us there. That's, that's weird being in that situation for me. Oh, man. Oh, man. Um, all right. Let's see. we got a super chat. Jean-Paul Morrison, thank you so much for that. Are you going to do mock drafts live on the show using the, the draft websites? No. We, we no. kind of do our own. We, we, we will. The big mock draft show we have, we'll have. I mean, last year it was Eric Schlitt. Um, oh, we haven't had him on since Bischoff, Bischoff, Scott, Scott Bischoff. Thank Bischoff you, yeah. uh, Scott Bischoff, uh, Riz. Um, we, we had a, a, a big. That'll be back again. People, yep, uh, doing our draft show, uh, and it's 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 an it's a real interesting show. I think people really enjoy. I know people really enjoy it, but it is it is not based on other people's drafts. It's based on you know the work that we've done and uh, our scouting, our opinions, and what we would do if we were sitting in the captain's chair at uh, Allen Park. So right. And and we go through like each team before and around it too. So you're gonna you're gonna get the discussion on why, why Jacksonville goes where they do at number one, yep. why the Bengals do what they do at thirty one, things like that. Yeah, to play it up too. So yeah, for sure, it's it's the pick, and then why we think that that is the pick, and so right. uh, and it's it, yeah, and show. it will be what we think is going to happen, not necessarily what we would do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because uh, as exactly. much as as much as Chris and I have be- talked up Kyle Hamilton. I don't think the Lions are doing that. I don't either. I'm trying to will it into into existence. I know. <laughs> I, I am too. But I, I, it, don't let your memes be dreams, my friend. <laughs> it's difficult to see them doing that. Yeah. No, it really I get is. It. I get it. Doesn't doesn't mean they won't, but it's difficult to envision it right now. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm 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 down. I understand. All right, hit the like button. We appreciate all you folks who do that. Uh, it, it helps us out a lot. It helps people find us. Helps us grow. Helps us fund and do greater and better content. Also, the subscribe button so you see all of these these great things that we're doing and are notified when they go live. Thank you for hitting those. We appreciate you all so so much. Uh, from there, we're going to kick this into the the closeout mode. Remember, don't forget about us on Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Detroit Lions Podcast. Get access to the most intelligent Lions chat on the internet in the slack chat i'm telling you especially in the off season it is the best place to be you are gonna by by, by june people are pulling their hair out right you know they've got the sheets tied up they're trying to FC them oh wait no it wasn't he didn't do that to himself but they're trying to do something right to, 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 to do stuff um <laughs> I think everyone Our agrees. Only fans, huh? All you just got some conspiracy theories in it now. That's great. I don't. Th- I think everybody agrees he didn't do it. Uh, <laughs> um, so with that, uh, the Slack chat is your savior. Trust me, I'm telling you. Uh, go in there, share, share, like, comment. Thank you, absolutely. Also follow us on Twitter at det lions podcast. Det lions podcast. It is the greatest place to see us naked, or no, with no pants on, not naked. Ooh, that's only fans. And at Jeff Risden at Jeff Risden, as you see, spelled right there on your screen. Give us a call via Skype. It is Detroit Lions, all one word, Detroit Lions. Or you can call us on the Lions line using your regular old phone at 929-33-LIONS, 929-335-4667. Leave us a message 
and uh, we'll put you on the air. We love to put those messages on the air. The more you drink before your message, the more fun it is to put you on. I promise you, we won't tell you. You've had enough of that shit. Uh, be sure to go to DetroitLionsPodcast.com. Subscribe to the podcast so we can do what, Riz? <laughs> we can come into your ear holes automatically. I'm just thinking about how much Dave Fipp loved that button. Oh, my God. He went nuts on the soundboard. He did. <laughs> Fipp was awesome. I, I loved him. He was awesome. <laughs> he was great. all right thank you for tuning in we're going to see you next time on the detroit lions podcast remember no pants no toasters no hot tubs no problems because we're your detroit lions and reddit connection thank you everybody for tuning in we really appreciate it on this saturday final seconds winding down and look at that how Big is that? Chris and Case out of time. Pack the bag, start the plane. This show is over. You've had enough of that shit.